welcome to Chick Chat, the podcast where the girl with many titles talks about life, the good and the bad and everything around it. We're going to sit, chat, share life stories and experiences from business to relationship. Hi guys and welcome back to the Chick Chat podcast. Today I have got a very special guest and this is Harvey. So I'm going to let Harvey introduce himself in a minute. But for those of you that have listened to the other podcasts, I've mentioned you now a good few times. Um, so yeah, this is the hobby that I talk about in terms of being like a sport friend and just actually one of the people that inspired me to start a podcast as well, which I've literally just remembered now. So yeah, I uh, absolutely love that. So we'll get into that. So I'll let you introduce yourself first. And then maybe if you could talk about like what you remember of how we met, because your memory is so, so good as well. And I think there are going to be things that you remember that, you know, what I'm like, that, um, yeah, that I forget. Okay, yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I'm glad we could uh, finally arrange to do this. So, yeah, I'm Harvey. I'm um, a digital marketing consultant um, and also do a bit of public speaking. And I've got my podcast, The Social Sanctuary. So mainly I work with businesses um, on digital marketing services to help them solve problems and think about new ways of, of doing things and solving um challenges that they've got. So I started out um in 2013 doing IT support both to businesses and individuals. And then eventually through work placements and through my time at sixth form and at uni, it evolved in to and then social media and influencer marketing as well so it's changed completely from what I started off doing um, and yeah we met it was in 2013 I think or maybe 2014 probably 14 um yeah but Chris we both came through the same competition the big challenge so yeah I contacted you um, for some help with uh, doing my final presentation to yeah. the judges and then I remember we met um for a Starbucks and yeah. you were giving me loads of tips on public speaking and what helped you because you you won it the year before didn't yeah. you and then yeah I, I think it was Twitter that I messaged you on and um yeah oh so I, it, I completely forgot that yeah, because yeah, I had no other way of contacting you, so I, I just sent you a Twitter message, and it's crazy to think that, like, if I'd have not done that, would our paths still have crossed, which yeah. I think they would have done, but yeah. I don't know if we'd have, like, become such good friends, would have yeah. probably just seen each other, and it'd be more like a, like, someone you just see it events and stuff yeah that's so true and it's really funny because I forgot to say to you before so whenever we used to meet at Starbucks um like we, we genuinely we end up meeting all the time at different Starbucks but it's now <laughs> yeah, pumpkin, uh, it's now pumpkin spice latte season and my first one every year was with you and Sly moved to Northern Ireland and I had my first one when we were flying to England last week and it's till this day I was even telling Jay I was like yeah this 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 was mine and Harvey's thing oh yeah it's 
any seasonal drinks that yeah. come out we <laughs> yeah. used to make a day of it and and go yeah. and like, have one for the first time and I still think about that and I I know that our favorite Starbucks in Sheffield it's closed now but yeah. like the hours we used to spend sat in yeah. there just chatting and um sometimes having multiple drinks because yeah. we were in there that long but it was so so good and yeah that, that's just how we got to know each other and then started going to concerts and yeah. just yeah it's been amazing really how it's all evolved from that one initial yeah. me yeah do you know what I'll come back to all of that because I think even like how you talked about the fact that if you hadn't reached out then god knows what would have happened because really like you are basically family now, like even for my parents, for everyone else, you, you have just become a part of the family. Oh, so yeah, we'll come back to that in a sec. But so okay. for the opening of the um, podcast, I always do a challenge of the week. So mm-hmm. actually, I'm going to change this a little bit because I've changed it. I've changed it in my community as well on Facebook, where I say you can talk about a challenge or you can share like a content tip because we focus quite a lot in the business in terms of content. And obviously you're like you're in marketing so is it, are there any trends or is there anything at the moment that you think is quite interesting in terms of how anything's been done on social media? I think, I mean, it's something that I'm having a challenge with myself is remembering to share what I'm doing and also going out of my way to make videos and, and get into TikTok and Instagram reels a bit more. So, yeah, I think that the trend at the minute is like short form content and yeah. offering quick advice and top tips in like 60 seconds or under is what is working for a lot of clients at the moment. And I think it'll stay that way with video content. But yeah, I'm just generally rubbish at doing it myself. And I know we've had numerous conversations about just having the having the confidence to like film stuff that I'm doing and um, just not worrying about like what other people think of it because I I tell clients what to do but then when it comes to me doing it myself like when I'm with you it's not a problem (laughs) because you're just so natural I don't mind I'm like woo camera's out (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's what I'm trying to get more into myself is for so many people have told me I should be doing more of it and it's but it takes so much so much time as well um because I've put a reel together for myself on Saturday and I spent like an hour doing it and you don't realize that such a short video can take so much time but equally like I'd say don't overthink things just don't worry about having the equipment or anything just go with it yeah I love that because I think I'm so I'm similar to you where I know that 60 seconds works but I've been spending a lot of time on TikTok and I know that Mm -hmm. TikTok seems to be kind of like two weeks ahead of Instagram so one like I suppose in terms of my tip or what I've noticed as a as a trend I'm trialing out where I'm posting maybe two so on TikTok I'm trying to go like a backup account where I just test things so I'm trying to do two short form TikToks and then one longer form because I've noticed that they changed it so you could record up to 10 minutes which means yeah. obviously then they're going to eventually want the longer ones. But I want to see, can I jump onto it quickly and get used to doing 10 minutes? Because if I can, 
not 10 minutes, sorry, like longer ones. So maybe let's say two, three, four minutes. So in those ones, because I know that even on Instagram, they're trying to push stories. So I've noticed that sometimes I post stories and then like some of them might get like 100 views. And then if it's got a particular topic that I've put in a hashtag or I don't know, some bit of wording, it, even though it's been posted after, there was one the other day that I did and it got to like 400 views. And I was mm-hmm. like, what is going on? So the, I know that if they're trying to push stories and you kind of talking on there, I'm practicing on TikTok because sometimes I feel a bit embarrassed to just like sit in the morning and like talk to a camera as if I'm talking to yeah. someone. Whereas on TikTok, I don't really mind because like that demographics, like it's not aesthetic. I literally wake up and I'm like, right, so I'm making a cup of tea and this is what I'm like up to and this is what I'm thinking about. And they seem to be doing quite well. So it's just trying to find the balance between long form, the 60 second ones, but then what trending sounds to use as well, which is a bit annoying because mm-hmm. it's so hit or miss. It is. And I think a, a big frustration for a lot of clients at the minute outside of TikTok is everyone's having trouble with just meta suite and yeah. how much they're changing everything all yeah. the time and just not communicating any yeah. of it with anyone. Because you can't even it, see analytics sometimes. Like it keeps working no. on um like mine and one of my VAs for like a week it wouldn't work on mine and then it's working now but on hers it's still not working. So even to collate information it's like oh I can't even get what I need. Yeah, it's it's a nightmare and it changes every day, really, yeah. it seems. So, yeah, I, I used to enjoy when Facebook was easy to use and Instagram, but yeah. it's not like that at the minute. Honestly, well, hopefully it, yeah, hopefully it gets better. Yeah, I'm okay. sure it will, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'll jump back in. So we were talking about before how you message me on Twitter. Do you know what? I cannot I love this because I've had a few friendships that have started just because vice versa one of us has messaged the other. So I suppose mm-hmm. my advice would be like what what made you have the balls to even reach out? Because to me it's such yeah. a scary thing to do, especially if you're gonna get not I know that a lot of people wouldn't reject you, but that'd be my first thought that oh I, if I'm bothering someone or if they reject me, or I don't know if I I, I just think really negatively about it. So yeah, what made you think yeah. what? And do you know what, thinking about the time that it was, like, 2013, it wasn't, like, a natural thing to do, to reach out to someone online, like, and then me social media was still... I think it's become... Back then, it was, like, I guess a bit of a strange thing to do. But I think because I'd seen you in person at the awards night the year before yeah. and seen your success, and I think because you won the the big prize, which is what I oh I was always set on at the time. I was like, any tips that I can get to make my presentation as good as it can be, yeah. um, then it's worth it. And I, I wasn't even expecting you to reply, to be honest, because oh. I, I know when you message people that you don't follow each other it sometimes doesn't even go into your inbox and but then you you did and I was nervous to meet you that first day I remember my dad took me down and um I I just thought you know it, it was yeah something that I've never done before I've not not really done it since to be honest but sometimes you just get a feeling that yeah, uh, it's the right 
to do and it, as soon as we met it it wasn't so much about the presentation we just got on really well in general yeah. straight away and we just clicked and yeah. then I was like I, I just knew that I needed to see you again afterwards yeah. and you just know don't you sometimes when you meet someone yeah it's so true because it was funny as well because for me so for those of you that don't know we lived in um basically we both lived in Sheffield so we the Starbucks we met in was next to the Crucible and I remember like it was well I think it was a really nice day but I just remember kind of walking past the Crucible and being like because I think either the snooker was on or it's coming on and I like I used yeah, to yeah it was around snooker. that time yeah and I just remember I just had this weird memory of looking at the crucible sitting in there and then like when we left each other just being like I really enjoyed that and like I really hope we stay friends because like you're saying like you know kind of when you meet someone but I think it's even the fact that through those years like that's god that's nearly 10 years but through those years yeah. like you said we've ended up going to concerts together like we've been through like massive life events together like we've grown in business together we've just done like I, obviously I moved countries or like you've been a part of my life for, like some of the highest yeah. highs and lowest lows but so much has happened from that but just from a conversation I think that's also why I wanted to start the podcast because I think especially and I don't want it to be scripted because when you sit and have conversations with someone you just find out the most random little things and like you really vibe off each other and you come out with stuff that maybe if you were thinking about what to say beforehand and you wanted to perfect it you maybe wouldn't be as like vulnerable and open and honest whereas I feel like we met and it just felt like it was a safe space and there was no judgment there was nothing to be embarrassed about like I learned loads from you as well but like we've learned from each other and supported each other like what more could you ask for? Yeah, exactly. And I always say that whenever I've seen you, I always feel really like positive afterwards. Yeah. And that's like, you don't always get that with friends. And I yeah. think it's important, like, if you can find that in a friendship, then yeah. it's it's the best. But yeah, it's, I think it, it was just all very natural. And I think we started meeting like every few weeks as like to support each other through what we were setting up at the time because you were trying to expand your like baking and then I was just yeah. getting started and wasn't really sure what I wanted to do so yeah, yeah we what start it was like our own support club in a way and then it just yeah. evolved into like yeah and I think we went to our first concert together by chance and then yeah. it just yeah that became our thing then yeah and we've gone like we've seen so many people we've gone to so many towns we've got the funniest stories ever and do you know what we actually <laughs> we'll share one of the stories and then we'll talk about kind of what you're working on I know which one you know which one I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, but, <I> do. <laughs> yeah but I think even for me like when you talked about the concerts I've always been into music and obviously we talked about like okay we like music but what I enjoyed about our friendship is the fact that even if we're not into the exact same things we're both open-minded enough to go it's about the experience and the person that you're with so like we've gone to loads of foodie places like I said we've, we've done the concerts we've visited different places we've just done different things and we've like done nothing at the same time but then I like yeah it we can talk about business and it's an it's a friendship that a lot of my friends wouldn't completely understand obviously that because if they're in full-time work it's 
it's hard like you can empathize but it's difficult when someone like if I say to you I was up till two o'clock in the morning like actually when I text you I was saying oh um I thought I'd like done with some clients but I got a few texts and I didn't know kind of what to do whether just leave it or not but it's having that kind of support system where you know that you can get support in business you can get support like it's families as well that we'll talk about like oh sometimes someone might not completely understand but yeah I feel, I feel like where I used to have that frustration with maybe family and people I thought might understand I don't even have that anymore because I go okay I know the person that I would go to if it was about business and like general stuff I know the people I go to if it's about anything else and even like mental health all of that like we've always been so open so I think it's important to have those kinds of friendships and it's not just kind of one way you're not focused on one part yeah. and it evolves mm-hmm and it has, yeah, I mean, it has evolved. And like, even with all the things we've done, there's we've done a fair share of things that we've both come away and like realised we're both not enjoyed, yeah. <laughs> whether it's uh, like a restaurant or like yeah. when we've gone to visit somewhere. But like like you said earlier, just going into things and just doing it for like the company that you have rather yeah. than what, what you're actually doing yeah so true okay so we're about kind of halfway-ish through so in the middle we ask so I'll say like um, how are you really doing so this is kind of Mm -hmm. a chance to talk about like genuinely how are you like are you good are you not okay mental health wise like is everything okay so how are you yeah I mean I'm really good at the minute I think there's a lot of heavy stuff going on in the like around us and in the media and it, and it's hard because you feel like you want to be in control of yeah. everything that's going on and like especially if you think about the last few months alone there's been so many things happening like around us that you can't control and it it's hard to stay so positive yeah and there's not so I think I'm just trying to like keep myself to myself and just keep on with trying to focus on what I'm doing and not not what's going on outside obviously like outside stuff affects us all but it's uh yeah it's like I feel like we're living through like a really weird time and you think about a few years ago and you think you almost take that for granted when things were like normal and nothing major happened yeah yeah you just complained about oh it's a bit too hot or it's a bit too cold not yeah. I feel like I'm living through another like traumatic event like number three of yeah. the year yeah it's crazy well okay so how am I to, to be fair I'm a lot better than I was feeling kind of the past few weeks I feel like mm-hmm. even trip back to England really helped so just to figure out that, that time off like from work and from the heavy stuff because I think, like you are saying, especially when you work in marketing, I've taken this time to kind of stay off my phone as much as possible. So, I, like, I even for the baptism, or is it christening, whatever you call it, but um, I was godmother to my niece. So, I, like, I didn't even, I didn't really need to be on my phone. And then I took my camera and I said that I'd take the pictures for, like, the whole event from, like, the, the mm-hmm. morning to the evening. So, that also meant I had no excuse to be taking any footage on my phone. And I could tell, like, G or my brother or someone else to get anything I needed. So, obviously, I have to think about content as well. But my little five-second snippets, I'd just say to someone, could you get me five seconds of this? And I'd direct them. But it meant that I wasn't then tempted to go from taking a video to check in Twitter to then an email to something else. So, um, I think, yeah, just even that time away is 
really helped even with like my niece and the dogs and obviously like being so close to my brother it's it was nice to spend time with him but G met the whole family as well so seeing him around like the most important people like that was just yeah that was loads of fun yeah and yeah you had the perfect excuse to like put your phone away really yeah yeah and like I think I think it's good that you spoke about the camera because she picked up photography as like a yeah. hobby that was something that way you didn't have to, you could just take yourself away and do that and it'd yeah. be a distraction. Like you said, being in marketing, it's, it's impossible to stay away from everything because we're on social media more than most yeah. people. So you, even if you're going on, not for the intention to see something but you do because it's there yeah so it it is hard to like switch off but once you what if you can do it and like that's the perfect reason especially at a weekend as well but yeah yeah, I'm glad that uh, you've had a nice time and been able to step away from it as well yeah me too Okay, so talking about then, you were talking about, obviously you said even about um, like me picking up um, photography as more of a hobby and something I wanted to learn. I know you're working on like a few exciting bits, but mm-hmm. I suppose, oh, which one, what do I want to start with? Joe, just in case we run out of time, I'm going to start. So you, no, first, okay, I'm, oh, honestly, I know, I just know that you do <laughs> loads of things that I do want to talk about. And there are things that I want to talk about that, Again, in the, in the future, then if people want to ask more questions and there'll be other rounds to this, I'd want to talk about yeah. them more. So first, I think I want to talk about you coming out and how you use social media for all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, I think we can talk about the negativity of social media, and especially when you work with like clients. Like you're saying, you log in for the purpose of work, but you're consuming someone else's algorithm yeah. and you might not think like you or be like you. And I think in, in our line of work, and especially when it comes to something like a topic that maybe other people might struggle to digest, it's easy for us to pick up a lot of negativity, which makes us think, do you know what, it's not even worth talking about what really matters to me or how mm-hmm. I feel about something, because I've seen how other people react in general and how they pile on, on that and how just how negative people can be. So, yeah, yeah. how did you find all of that? And like, What made you decide to even do it that way? I mean, I think I said to you at the time when I came out and just told told friends privately, I said that I was never going to be one of these people that did a big social media post about it. And then I think it was maybe nearly a year later, I decided um, to do... Put out, so like fed up of getting questioned, and I just wanted to let everyone know and put like put. It was my way of like putting an end to everything and feeling like it was out there. Um, and I just wanted to share it in the form of an article because there is a lot of negativity, and I knew it was going to be one of those posts where either people just either fell out with me and didn't like engage and didn't want anything to do with it or it could go the other way and it could be really positive and I'm really glad I did share that post because I had a few messages afterwards from people that I knew and people that I didn't saying it had helped them or inspired them I did I did get some negativity like there's some people that 
you, you just don't hear from like since then. Um, but like it was out of all the social media posts I've ever done, it was one of the most reacted to and like one of the most positive. So it was, yeah, it was just, and I think for like extended family as well that you don't get to see very often, it was nice to put something out and for them to read as well. Um, and yeah, it's it's a tricky one because. Like even now, so I on my social media profiles have the pride flag like in my bio or name and pronouns on there. And I've had some negative feedback more recently from clients about that. And, you know, there's people don't understand it and I get that. But I think it doesn't. It's one person said it was unprofessional. It's not because. Yeah. It it doesn't take away or affect work in any way. It's exactly. just that in a way it's it's and it's not even about me. It's a symbol to just say like as like a supporter, yeah. um an ally. And I remember when I was at university at Hallam, I don't know if they did this when you were there, but some of the staff had pride lanyards on and it said like I'm an ally, like come and talk to me if you need and that to me was the first time I'd seen any like organization doing anything like that and I I think now it's getting better and that that's the reason I have it on my profiles just so people know it's more to say like if you need support we, we can chat yeah oh I love that so much and to be fair I think that leads me to then my next thing and you're currently, so you, you, you just announced that you're also working on a book. So in a second, mm-hmm. I can tell us a bit about that. And I know you can't say too much, but what can you tell us? And I think, I think even in the way that you discuss coming out and how it has affected different people, I think what I always remind myself with stuff like that is the people that have an issue and that fall away are people that were never supposed to be in your life yeah. altogether. And when those things fall away, it leaves you to focus on other opportunities and see other things. And obviously this book is, I think, one Mm -hmm. of those things that is such a huge sign that you're going down the right path and you're being your authentic self. And even if people have a problem with that, it doesn't matter because you're going to find someone that looks at you and goes, you're inspiring, you've inspired me, and you'll inspire other people. So, yeah, tell us about the book. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, the book, in a way, is sort of linked to all of the articles I've written, um, because over lockdown, I started doing that as a way to, like, either vent about things that I didn't agree with, or just to start building up my profile, because I had a lot more time, and, like, I started doing more press comments and pieces for different magazines, and then... I knew at the start of this year, I, I've always wanted to write a book, but I saw it being a like a fiction book, and um, and I, I um yeah, so I I never imagined writing the book that I'm doing at the minute, which is going to be aimed at people starting a business from a young age, like a bit of a yeah. how to guide with my own stories throughout it, yeah. um and yeah it. 
So I, I contacted loads of um publishers around Easter time this year, and then a lot of them re rejected me straight away. And I was determined to find like a dap because there's nothing for young people out there in terms of a guide on how to start a business. It's all aimed at much older people. Um, yeah. So yeah, I continued to reach out to different publishers, and then didn't hear anything for months and then towards the end of August um I got an email to just say like thanks for your book pro uh, proposal like congratulations would love to publish it and they sent me all these contracts over to sign and obviously I've never done anything in publishing before so I didn't I was a bit skeptical about signing and what I was getting into but I had a few people look over it and they said it was a good deal. And the thing that I always saw in my head was being able to go into Waterstones and like pick up yeah. a copy of the book. Yeah. So I thought, if anything, if no one buys the book, I can get to do what <laughs> I said like I wanted yeah. to do. So yeah, it's um like, and again, I'm not, doing it so much to be a bestseller I'm doing it yeah. to if it reaches people and helps them then that's my reason for doing it and that's the same with a lot of things I've done recently and it's always that intention is to just yeah. either help or add value so yeah hoping it'll come out like April May next year yeah. all being well uh, I'm about a quarter through writing it oh, so it's been a much yeah, it's been a much bigger challenge than I imagined it yeah. to be. Um, but yeah, you do get a mention in there. So. Oh, thanks. I love that. <laughs> so yeah, it's just one of those where you, you'll know when you start working on something, you think of so much that you want to put in it. And then when your space is limited, you're like, <laughs> yeah. where do I start? Yeah. <laughs> But I think there's so much. I'm so sad that this is only like a quick podcast. We definitely have to do another one. But I quickly want to like um, talk about, like you just talked to even about the fact that like you do things because like you want to do them. And even if it inspires just one people, but going from being a younger person, then getting into all of this, because like we grew up in the same kind of system where as a young entrepreneur, it was like, oh great you're the best you're amazing you achieve all these things but life's not that easy and I think it's so when you start that young I think there's so much pressure that I think your attitude is also personally what helps me and what helps me remember that it is just about like it's one person that you want a person like you that you want to help so like what keeps you in that kind of mindset and not from veering away to the things that might seem a bit more like glitzy and it might get you some quick money or I don't know just something yeah. else I, I suppose I could talk for hours about this I know we've had so many conversations yeah. about it but there's some things that just don't feel right and yeah. you you sometimes have to do the things for money that you don't always enjoy doing yeah. and yeah. um it, and you might not always agree with the outcome but I think like with the book as an example and you start in the podcast it's yeah. it's things that we we speak about for a long time before we actually do it and yeah. then 
you know you do it and you don't know where it's gonna go but it's yeah. things like that that keep you going because you know that you can't put all your time and energy into doing something yeah. that isn't going to get you any like reward but then yeah. I, I always say because people even say why do I give so much time to charity yeah. and it's from doing all this volunteering over the yeah. years that's then got me so much paid work so exactly. just because you're not getting paid for something it doesn't mean that you're not be rewarded like in the long term and it's the same like with with the book I only wanted to do it if it was going to get the outcome that I wanted. I didn't want to just write something in. If you know your circumstances are right, then it's the right time to do whatever your passion is. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. And my key takeaway from that is it's not about doing things for a short-term goal. It's about trusting the process and knowing that in the long term, it's going to work out and it'll lead to other opportunities, even if you don't know what those opportunities are going to are gonna be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've just got to keep things in your mind and know that, you know, I'm someone who wants to do something all at once and straight away and do all these yeah. things. <laughs> but, you know, you've just got to trust that the time will come and, yeah. and you'll get the right opportunity eventually. Yeah, exactly. Okay, it's just that we've got a minute left. So I'm going to wrap up and say our goodbyes and thank you very much. But I've also got um, a win of the week. So yeah, I'll say bye. Thank you so much for being on. And yeah, everyone subscribe. I'll add all of Harvey's links and website and everything in the bio. But yeah, what's your win of the week? Um, my win of the week is just feeling in control, like I'm on top of everything at the minute. So hopefully it stays that way. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, to be fair, mine was just not replying to clients when everyone knew we were off. So yeah, they had two good win, win of the weeks. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Oh, you're welcome.